Welcome to the Major Gifts Fundraiser podcast with Clark Van Deventer. I'm Monica, and we're excited to have the opportunity to help you raise more money for your nonprofit than you ever thought possible by developing deeper and more meaningful relationships with your donors. This podcast is designed to get you thinking, to challenge you, to inspire you, and to give you some practical tools that you can use right now in your work as a fundraiser. If you hear something that you'd like to learn more about, or if Clark mentions a resource you'd like to get your hands on, just email me. My email address is monica at majorgiftsfundraiser.com. That's monica, M-O-N-I-C-A, at majorgiftsfundraiser.com. We offer a variety of services to nonprofits and development professionals, from DIY, that's do-it-yourself, to DWY, done with you, to DFY, that's done for you. To learn more, just email me at monica at majorgiftsfundraiser.com. All right, without further ado, here's Clark. Buenos dias, mis amigos. Hey, Clark Van Deventer here from Major Gifts Fundraiser. Hope you're having a great day. Hey, if you've been listening to the podcast, you know that I'm living in Guatemala right now. So just, I love it down here, but I'm going to be in California in just a couple of weeks. So end of March, I'll be in California for a few weeks. So if you are on the West Coast, particularly if you're in Southern California, Los Angeles, Santa Barbara, San Diego, these areas, I'm already going to be in your neighborhood. So if if you'd like to meet, if you'd like to talk about how our firm, Major Guest Fundraiser, could be helpful to you. Hey, please uh, reach out. Like, uh, we're going to be there. It's a great time for us to connect in person. So, again, looking at the end of March into April, we'll be in California. It's possible I'm going to be flying around to some other locations as well. Salt Lake City, potentially uh, uh, Seattle, Boise, a few other places I could be over the next few weeks. So if you're in these locations um, and you'd like to meet, you'd like to connect, please reach out. The email is clark at majorgiftsfundraiser.com. That's clark at majorgiftsfundraiser.com. All right. If you've been listening to the podcast, you know we've sort of been on this track, right? So it was this, this concept of like, we're not just going on this massive thank you tour, right? Like you are not just going around and thanking your donors. If that's what you're doing, you're really shooting yourself in the foot. You're sabotaging your future success. And so uh, we want to get you off of this track of you're just out there thanking your donors. All right. You want to be talking 25% of the time and listening 75% of the time in your meetings, so what does that actually look like, right? You're not just listening to anything, right? You're not listening to your donor talk about uh, what their cat has been up to, right? Okay, sure, there's some of that, right? Because we actually, we we view our donors as just human beings, right? They're fun people. They're, they're our friends, right? So just like you maybe would listen to your friend talk about what their cat's been up to. Um, (laughs) you would do that with your donor, right? But we're not just passively listening 25 or 75% of the meeting while the donor talks about whatever, right? We are asking strategic questions and listening to gift. And what I want to talk about in this episode is actually breaking down 
what that looks like. Now, my experience, and I've had like 2,000 donor meetings, more than 2,000 donor meetings in my career. My experience is that the typical donor meeting lasts about an hour. All right, now, sure, I've had marathon meetings that have gone, well, 26 hours. <laughs> you know, I like literally, I've arrived at a donor's house at, at 4 p.m., right? And not left until the next day at 6 p.m., right? Like 26 hours, right? Like we've gone to dinner. I've stayed over at their house. Like I've had these marathon meetings. I used to, I spent 10 years uh, working with the Reagan Ranch, President Reagan's historic home. And I take donors on these guided personal tours of the Reagan Ranch. That alone was four hours, all right? Then I maybe would have dinner with the donor afterwards. I have a six or seven hour donor meeting. So I've had lots of long donor meetings in my career. I've gone skiing with donors, right? Spent two or three or four hours skiing with a donor. So I've had lots of long meetings with donors. But I find the typical donor meeting, when I'm going on a trip and I'm calling donors and I'm saying, can you meet? I want to come talk with you about our organization all the things you're helping us accomplish, right? When I'm going on the road, I find that typical donor meeting lasts about an hour. All right, so let's break that down. If we are talking only 25% of the time and we are listening 75% of the time. All right, now, I am no math whiz, but I think I can do this one, <laughs> okay? So 25% of one hour is, all right, 15 minutes. I want you to think about it this way. In any one meeting, you are only talking 15% of the time. Think about it. A typical hour-long donor meeting, and I, this is your experience too, right? They're about an hour long. Typical one-hour donor meeting, you're only talking 15% of the time. Hopefully, that alone makes you say, whoa, wait a second, I need to be more disciplined. All right, that's, I want to go, that's where I want to go with this episode. I want you to be more disciplined with your message in these meetings. All right, but I got news for you. You got less than 15 minutes. All right, think about it. You arrive at the meeting. And there's a couple of minutes of small talk at the very beginning. When did you fly in? What was the weather like in D.C.? Oh, it isn't this time of year great with the cherry blossoms. Whatever. You've just lost two of your minutes. You're down to 13. All right. A good portion of your 15 minutes is actually not you talking. It's you asking questions and guiding the conversation. Or it's you responding to a question from a donor. Or you clarifying a point for a donor. Right. So between between questions and a few responses and a few clarifications, you're down. You, you've just lost another like six minutes. Right. You're you're down to seven minutes. Right. Now, it's worse than that, actually, if you think about it, because at the very end of the meeting, right, you're going to talk with the donor about <laughs> your directions to the next meeting. Right. You're going to tell the donor that you're going to use your GPS and they're still going to explain to you anyway how to get there with some local landmarks and all that kind of stuff. Right. In, in any one meeting, you have maybe 
five, six, seven minutes to really talk about your organization, to really get your talking points in. Okay, so what I want you to do is I want you to get disciplined about your message. I want you to think about, hey, my words matter. I have to choose them carefully and judiciously. All right, so everything we talk about, every answer we give has to come back to mission, has to come back to why I'm here today. So make your words count. So years ago, 2010, I ran for Congress, uh, ran for United States Congress in what was then California's 23rd Congressional District. And I took part in a debate, and uh, there were several debates, but there was one in particular. We got this question Oh, I, I don't remember the particular question, but it was a question I viewed as a throwaway question. Like, I don't know, what kind of, what TV shows we watched or something like that. And I, when we're allotted like 60 seconds to answer, and I, or maybe 90 seconds to answer, and I sort of got the question and just threw it back and was like, I don't, I don't waste my time with TV. I don't watch TV or something like that. And afterwards, my campaign manager was like, Clark, you cannot waste words. You can't waste an opportunity to get your message out. You've got to answer that question in a way that brings you back to to your mission and why you're here and why you're running. All right. So for you, just like I needed at that moment to, to begin thinking much more strategically about my words, you've got to be strategic about your words. What do you want to say? What are the few things that you want to communicate? What are the two or three points that you want to make sure when you leave this meeting you've communicated? And as fundraisers and as development professionals going out meeting with donors, we we are always, we've got this quiver of stories, right? We've got all these different talking points that that we are using in meetings, right? You've got to constantly be reviewing and analyzing and sharpening your quiver of arrows, right? Like, what do you have? What's working, right? Do you have, do you have a story you've been telling that you think is just so good, but every time you tell it, it just seems to fall flat? Like, you think this story is amazing, but when you tell this story, it just seems to not get the reaction that you you know, that you think it should stop telling the story, (laughs) stop using that one, right? Like tighten your message, hone your message, be disciplined about your message. And, and sure, we're going to get into some personal stuff. You're going to tell your donors about your kids and, oh, the, the running that you've been doing. I, I talk about those things with my donors. My donors know the names of my kids. They know that I'm a I'm an ultra runner. They know that I'm a cyclist. They know some of these things because we're, we're, we're friends, right? We're two human beings. But when it comes to your mission and your message, I want you to hone it. I want you to be more disciplined about it. I want you to be aware of the fact that in, in any one-hour meeting, you in reality only have five, six, seven minutes to really get your message across. All right, so think about it. Write out that, just just think about it. Write out a seven-minute pitch, right? And think about it, like, 
that's all that you have. If you can't fit it in a in a seven minute speech, you can't fit it in an hour long meeting. All right. Think about that for a second. You are not going into a meeting. This isn't an hour long speech. <laughs> all right. Think about it this way. You're giving a seven minute speech. If you can't fit it in your seven minute speech, you can't fit it in your hour long donor meeting. Be disciplined about your message. Discipline. All right. Hey, I've got more than seven minutes in these podcasts, so I can tell you about coming down to Guatemala to visit me. Remember, come on down to Guatemala. You get coaching for the price of street tacos. That's right. My wife and I just love connecting with leaders of nonprofit organizations in foreign cultures. We're living in Guatemala for the year 2020, probably moving back to the States sometime in early 2021. So while we're down here, if you'd like to come visit us, hang out at Lake Atilan in Guatemala, well, we'd love to just have you down here with us, hang out with you, go spend some time on the lake. And while we're at it, talk about you, your career, right? Your mission, your purpose, who you are as a human being, right? And, and what your organization's doing, all right? And where you want to go long-term. So if you want to do that with us, come down, all right? And, and we joke, you get all this coaching for the price of some street tacos. Just buy us some tacos. <laughs> all right. Thanks so much for listening. Have a great day. Hey guys, thanks for listening. Monica here again. I wanted to take a minute to tell you about our workshops and how you can bring Clark into your organization for a day or two workshop where he works directly with you and your team in your office. If you're benefiting from these podcasts, imagine how much more you could accomplish with Clark spending a couple days in your office. You can book a strategic development workshop with Clark. This all starts with Clark getting together on a long call with you, either over the phone or video conference. He's going to dig in. He's going to find out who you are, what your organization's about, what challenges you face, and just where you're at in general. Then he's going to provide a written development report. This report is something that you could give to your boss or your board. It's a professional outside assessment of where your organization is at. And that call is really important because Clark wants to know where you are so that when he comes in, he can spend his time addressing the issues that are most pertinent to you and where you guys are as an organization. So Clark's going to travel to you. He's going to get on a flight. He's going to come out to wherever you are and spend some time with you and your team. There's a real synergy that happens during these workshops. Everybody's on the same page. They're hearing the same message. They're starting to talk in the same vocabulary. It's really powerful. And, you know, when Clark first got started in fundraising, he was fortunate to have access to really great training. He went to professional seminars led by the best fundraising coaches of their time. But still, he would leave and get back to his office and be back in the trenches. And even after having all that great training, when it was time to actually get back to work, he felt a little bit lost. There were doubts that crept in. How do I make this relevant to me? Then the organization he worked for hired one of those speakers, one of those coaches who was leading the seminars to come to their office and coach them directly. They did this multiple times and it was amazing. Clark got to spend some time with Gerald Panis 
if you know him, you know how amazing he was at fundraising. And he got to travel with Jerry and meet with donors. Jerry became a mentor to Clark, and that meant so much to his career because Jerry was the best fundraising coach of his time, hands down. He was a legend. Unfortunately, he passed away a few years ago, but he lived to be 89, and he was full of life to the end. Still, of course, it's very sad that Jerry is gone. But I think Clark is the Jerry Panis of this next generation. He has a letter from Jerry, and it was written on Clark's behalf to a university president, and he wrote, Clark knows how to manage people. He works effectively with volunteers and board members. He knows every aspect aspect of fundraising and operating a development office. Best of all, he loves asking for gifts. He's a star. I can't recommend these in-house workshops enough. They're a shot in the arm for your organization, and you'll be so inspired. But not just inspired. You're going to feel motivated and equipped to take on the world. To find out more about these workshops, email me at Monica at Major Gifts Fundraiser. That's Monica, M-O-N-I-C-A, at Major Gifts Fundraiser.com. Thanks for listening.